Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is AYN2K. Now I know what you're thinking. You're listening to this podcast thinking to yourself, hey, this guy, he's on here from time to time. He does not do the intros. There's a reason today I'm doing the intros. With me today, it is not Quinn Eaton. It is not DJ Pig. Thank God it's not DJ Pig. Today with me, go ahead, let him know. Uh, this is Thad Buchanan, ready to be back in action. Thank God, not DJ Pig. I could have said it better myself. DJ Pig's not here, and if I had it my way, and, and don't let me speak for you, Thad. Yeah, I think if you had it you your can. way, DJ Pig wouldn't be – he wouldn't be back. You understand? Yes. Um, it's it is true. I've been on the I've been on a few uh, lately. Uh, I was on the last one, I think, episode two twelve, and this week episode two thirteen. If my math is correct, you're not even going to see Quinn and DJ's name on there. It's an Isaac and Thad podcast today. Um, usually, uh, we like to just talk about whatever for the first twenty minutes, and then there's like a five minute period where we talk about the um, actual topic. Uh, I guess that I just wanted to ask you, when's the last time you were on a, the podcast? Uh, you know, it's not a competition. The only reason, of course, most people, when they say it's not a competition, it's right. because they're not doing well in the competition. Well, I was doing really good. I think the last time I was on was the uh, the game show at yeah. the end when I clearly should have won that. And the game was very much <laughs> the game show that I hosted. The, trivia. Yeah, the game show you used, I should have won. Uh, yeah. I think it's the last time Quinn asked me to do it. I don't know. It's because he's afraid of my potential. Or because I'm so, so swamped with life as it's just yeah, a busy person. True. That is uh, so I make true. five figures now, so it's not a big deal. Uh, Very nice. Congratulations. I don't, know, I don't get on as much. So thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, well, that's all right. I think probably it's because, you know, DJ uh, already is the, is the second, you know, he's the runner-up to the guy that's going to replace him, me being the first. And I think if we had two opponents – I don't think he could hold the seat. I don't think even as an incumbent, I don't think he could hold the seat if there was two guys running against him. That's probably the reason. I'll give that one to you. Um, all right. I don't have – I think we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, I don't know how Quinn edits the topic transitions. I will just go ahead. I'll do my best here. <clears throat> all right. Today's episode 213. The topic is movies of the last decade. And I'm assuming he's going to insert – I hope so. Okay. You're going to say something nice about DJ? I was definitely, I was, if anything, I was just going to say more rude things, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to make the whole intro about rude DJ. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so the topic, it is, uh, like we said, it's, it's movies of the last decade. It's a little fancier than that. All right. Me and Thad, you might even go so far as to call us cine, cino, cinephiles, cinematographers. Cinema. It's fans. Cinema, cinema fans. fans. We are cinema fans. Um, there is a line. word what called cine, cine, cinephile. Word. No, no. Cinephile is a word. A person who is fond of motion pictures. I knew I wasn't making that up. Oh, we are cinephiles. Uh, and we're going to today express our knowledge and our proficiency in cinema by bringing to you movies of the last decade that we are going to tell you why you thought they were good and why they were actually bad. 
I have right. done extensive Google searching, uh, very extensive Google searching, looking for lists, uh, looking for ranking systems, uh, various sources and whatnot um, to pull these movies from. Uh, like I said, some of the best movies of the last decade. We didn't want to go too far back uh, because you know we didn't want to we didn't want to overstep our bounds. Uh, but we're here to do that for you. So Thad, any words of comment? I've kind of been taking up all the. the no, you're fine, of course. As long as it's you and I'm not paired with uh, that pig guy, I'm I'm pretty happy. Uh, you can say better stuff. Yeah, I would consider my stuff a cinephile. You know, it's so so much of a cinephile that even though I just moved into a neighborhood, I had to go door to door and let everybody know in my neighborhood that I'm a major cinephile. Major cinephile. And if there was a list, a registry even one would say, you would be on it were there ones to exist. If there was a paperwork, they'd have to sign it because they know that a, a, a local cinephile lives in their neighborhood. That's right. And we can only hope they don't put signs in there on the on your front lawn saying, you know, no cinephiles in my neighborhood and committing some form of discrimination. We won't. You know, right. what? we don't we get into that too much. That all right. right. Let's just we'll, get to the let's topic move on. At yeah. Hand, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah, yeah. topic at hand. Um, I'll go ahead and ask you first off any. Uh, type of movie preference any movie genre preference are you into horror maybe ah. animated uh dramas anything like that well as, as most viewers know if they've looked at the three episodes i've been on in the last 20 years they'll know that <laughs> i'm a major fan of zootopia wow so i i love the occasional funny good animated movie but i will say over the last decade i can't think of many movies i've really enjoyed i really think cinema has gone down the crapper sure. in the last decade or so. But the occasional funny animated movie that lifts my spirits makes me not think about the fact that I'm in massive debt, will never get it, and that I'll never get through the glass escalator. Well, glass escalator. I'm not sure I've heard. I don't I think, think I'm familiar with that. I have uh, to wait. Uh, I might have used that wrong. I think, is it there's a glass ceiling? There is a glass ceiling. Through? Yeah, well, I'm on a glass escalator, so I'm going up. As you can think about, I'm going yeah, up really slowly. Automatically. Well, slowly, right? Slowly, it can stop whenever it wants to, okay. and if it keeps going when I hit the glass, then it's just going to keep smushing my cheeks, my front cheeks, up against right. the glass. I guess you know, it should be funny. Right, and I and you know what? That's a great metaphor, actually, and I'm fairly certain we all understood it. Uh, but that aside, uh, thanks for that a piece of information. Uh, for me, I'm a kind of a horror fan, um, and I, I think I think as far as anything else, I'm a pretty average fan of it all. But I agree with you. I think cinema, the last decade or so, it's been kind of mid. Um, there are some decent movies. There are movies that I went to, I was excited for, and was disappointed. Uh, and there's movies I went to and I thought was decent. Um, wh wh why don't you just briefly uh, connect that, if you would, to uh, the uh, political situation in Hollywood? Anything you think uh, about that, that that could have to do with it? You're going to get me in trouble here, Isaac, but I could actually speak for hours on this topic. I feel oh. like Hollywood politically has okay. ruined the movie franchise completely. Uh, and, you know, I could get into it. And if, if you've seen any of my episodes I'm involved with in the last, what, 20 years, three episodes, uh, you'll know that uh, Star Wars has gone out of crapper because of politics, because of Kathleen Kennedy's dumb face, uh, because of feminism and a bunch of stuff that wow. I can't. Quinn doesn't like me saying when yeah. I'm on the air with him because he's afraid we, he's going to get We will be careful. I will. As much as I hate to be that guy, I do need to be careful. I need to be very oh, I need to be careful. careful. 
but politics has never been more involved in the movie theme as it was. I mean, think about the original I Ice agree. Age for a second. There wasn't politics in Ice Age. I mean, frick, it's the Ice Age. We need to get the crap out of here. It's melting. That's it. It wasn't, yeah. oh, we, we represent the whatever minority, and that wow. is what a deep thought, because the chipmunk with the nut represents the middle class. I don't know, but that wasn't in it. it just, there's ice. Get the heck out of here. Uh, you know what? I agree with you on that, and that's as far, I think, uh, for, I think for the sake of us both and for the sake of <clears throat> Curtis or Quinn or whoever will uh, edit and screen this content because they're not here with us, we have free reign. I think for both of our sakes, I'll step off uh, this ship, this sinking ship, onto the next sure, sinking sure, ship, sure. which is the topic. Titanic, I know we, movie. Yeah, I know we said that we were going to get right into the topic, and then we promptly didn't. Um, so let's go ahead and get started with the first one. I've got a list here on an unnamed website. We don't want to give any preference. The first uh, most acclaimed movie of the decade, a 20. Well, all right. I say decade. We're going to go back from 2010. Uh, we're not going to start at 2012. It's just easy. That, way. I mean, that would be stupid. It would be a little silly. First acclaimed movie uh, of the decade, 2010 Toy Story 3. Mm. Initial thought. What's the first thought that comes into your brain? First you know, thing. I see, I see people thinking that this is a good movie and they love it. I think it's just riding the hype. It's a big, fat, purple. Riding the hype, you Lotso. say. Yeah, they're riding the hype. They just want another Toy Story. You could have given them anything. And Toy Story fans have been like, oh, that's so good. They're looking at this big, fat, purple bear named Lotso going, oh, what a great character. Look at that character development. He's such wow. a deep character. He's yeah. a freaking bear. He is a bear. They're all toys. I do want to touch on something you said, riding the high. Now, as you know, the first Toy Story, one of a the, the one of the greatest animated films mm. maybe uh, ever ever made, generally accepted to be one of the be the best, uh, came out in 1995. Um, speak on riding the high uh, uh, on the uh, in the sense of a 15 year 15 year gap between Toy Story one and Toy Story three. Obviously, Toy Story two, a uh, decent film. You say riding the high uh, for 15 yeah. years. I was just curious on that. Yeah. Well, it's like you got a sandwich, right? You get you take that sandwich, you slap a big old smelly slop of nostalgia on it. All oh, people want right. nostalgia. They don't care what you sprinkle on after it. As long as they know that nostalgia is in that sandwich, they're going to take a big old bite of it. Man, you're, you're on to something there, I think. Okay, yeah. No, that's fair. Um, one thing for Toy Story 3 for me, not memorable. That's what I think of when I think of Toy Story 3. I know the bear. I know he was a bad guy. I know there was a, a scene in there that was uh, – they were like on an incinerator or something. I don't really remember much yeah. else. Uh, and that's what I know about Toy Story 3. As to call it one of, the, uh, one of the more acclaimed animated films in the last decade, I would say is a bit of a stretch. Um, and then yeah. they came out with a fourth one, if I'm not mistaken. And frankly, I don't even remember I can't if remember I've it. seen it. Uh, I think it was the last. It's just made me hate kids more. I think all those movies it does make me hate toddlers because yes. they're always portrayed so disgusting, it's so true. irresponsible. And it's like I don't want those people to be future voters and future citizens of the United States. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy to make that. It is easy to make that uh, that uh, that assumption there. It's easy to to kind of make that judgment as a three year old to more like eighteen to twenty years old. I agree with that one hundred percent. So yeah, that was uh, that was Toy Story three twenty ten, uh, another twenty ten movie, The Social Network. It's got Andrew Garfield. It's got the uh, the that other white guy with curly hair that he's in a lot of stuff. 
Um, I forget his name. Let's right just keep the- him as that. Let's keep him as that. Okay. Uh, is it the guy that played guy. Lex Luthor in uh, <laughs> Superman? It is. It's one of his least known. Oh, roles, man. I, I can't remember that fair, guy's name. I th- now you see me. <laughs> I can't remember that. Now guy's you see name. me is I think where most people would have seen him. Do you want me to give you his actual name? I think yeah, people sure. probably recognize it's Jesse Eisenberg is his name. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, social network. Uh, you a big Facebook guy? Uh, you know I had Facebook. I usually use it for all my business deals and just business, to see what right. kicks people off the most. Okay, what? And do you mind just briefly touching on when you say business deals? What do you mean by that? Uh, I'm a big user of Facebook Marketplace. I take oh, things like I love it. I really do. If you want me to connect with people, I don't know if Zuckerberg's intention was for me to gamble and me to give cheap stuff to old ladies for lots of money, but Mark Zuckerberg, I'm doing it. And uh, and and what do you think? Two questions for you here, Thad. Uh, kind of a one-two punch, uh, with, pardon the pun. First is uh, you watch any fighting, UFC fighting? I'll occasionally watch, like, if there's a, a historical fight or one that really involves lots of money and people are putting a lot of money on it, I want to see if people are be upset or not. I'll watch the fight. Okay. I don't put the money. I like to see what other people put money on. And watch sure, sure. The follow-up to that is, have you heard of the uh, Irish, I believe, fighter, Paddy Pimbley? Who do you want to fight next? And he called out the CEO of, of, of Meta now, Mark Zuckerberg, a professional UFC fighter, would love to fight Mark Zuckerberg in the ring. What do you think about that? I think that that's true. I think the fact <laughs> that you have an entire you have the world is your oyster of people to fight, and you're picking a, a social media maker, a man who 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 is no doubt probably a smart guy, but also sure. probably it would take him an hour to figure out a crossword puzzle. You want to fight this guy? <laughs> and uh, how like if you just had to guess, how long do you think Mark Zuckerberg lasts in the ring with professional UFC fighter Patty Pibley if they're in the ring together? Oh, I don't know. I mean, the guy, he's got, what have we talked about? He's a white guy with curly hair. He's not going to last very long. The, the best we can hope for is that it gets tangled up in the fro. Other than that, I'm going to give him about 15 seconds. 15 seconds in the, in the ring. The that's, that's probably making the assumption that Mark, because Patty Pimbley, like I said, professional UFC fighter, 15 seconds is, is a more than an, it's more than one strike. You know, oh, to the sure. to the person. So you, so you're assuming well, that Mark Zuckerberg no could take more Zuckerberg's than no two no. strikes. Yeah, he's no punk. I mean, he's he's or he he's goes started down. a company and he's become one of the most hated people on the internet. I'm sure he can take a punch. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair uh, assessment. Um, okay, yeah, that was actually I was going to hit you with a one-two punch. I don't want to go. I don't want to press any further into you. The, the depths of Thad's mind to be. I don't afraid. like Zuckerberg. I don't know okay. why. I just see his name on the internet makes me not like him. The I think it's because of the meta thing, you know, the rebrand. It could be that. Really put a bad taste in people's mouth. Uh, as far as the motion picture film, I watch it. Uh, it's okay. You know, again, it's one of those kind of uh, those films. It's like, well, did was it good? Was I did I stand? Did I cry? Did I stand up and applaud after it? No, of course I did. Did I download Facebook? Which I'm sure was like the number one reason they made it. No, I had it since Absolutely. 2014 because I wanted to tell my friends I was an adult. That's right. And and you know what? It came out in 2010, and you already had it in 2014. So I, you know what? We'll pass by that timeline. Uh, but I agree. It didn't make me want to. If it was a marketing tool, it failed. Uh, I don't know who I like Andrew it. Garfield, though. I like Andrew that. Garfield, he's good. He is British. That's a bit of a – that's kind of sad. But 
Um, he is does. Sad. He is. He's. He did. He was in the movie. Um. um so yeah. Well, Patriots uh, are dead. What's that? Dead. Patriots are dead these days. All the great actors are are not Americans. All we got is Chris Pratt and Adam yeah. Driver. We had Betty White. God rest her soul. She's gone. I heard Gilbert Godfrey kick the bucket today. The recording of this episode. Did he too. really today? I don't know if you knew that. It's Gilbert Godfrey, one of the greatest voices of our generation. We'll be half mass tomorrow. Uh, moving on to the next film. I've got a 2013 film here, a bit of a sci-fi thriller. It's Ooh. Gravity, starring George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. Um, oh, my gosh. I love Sandra Bullock. Do you? What's your favorite Sandra I don't, film? I don't know. I owe it. You know, I don't mean to throw this out there, but my mom and I watch Miss Congeniality all the time. <laughs> I've never even heard of that film. Bad. Well, don't worry about it. And okay. the blind side. Yeah, I've heard of that side. one. I don't know why. I've always loved Sandra Bullock. The Heat, all that. I just freaking love her. If she You're going to watch her new film. AY and 2K. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks good. With Channing uh, Tatum. Well, yeah. The I, comedy. Well, she, she's funny. He tries too hard. But, yeah, anyway. You think he uh, tries too hard in general? Yeah, he tries way too hard. You thought hard. in the, the 21 Jump Street series, you thought that Channing Tatum tried too hard in each of those movies? I think Jonah Hill carried that. <laughs> okay. I think he is an overweight. A hot take. At all. Very hot take. I think Channing Tatum is a guy that's like, I just want to show the world that you can be shredded and be funny. And I'm going to tr- I'm going to show you that by trying really, really hard. And you know what? He tried harder than, than both of us because we are neither shredded. Well, we could be well funny. In fact, I would even go so far to say as we are funnier than Channing Tatum. Not as shredded, though. Not as shredded. Uh, but the film, Gravity, Sandra Bullock, George Clooney, uh, before you make a judgment, what do you remember about that film? What do you remember? What sticks uh, out I in your mind? Probably about, I felt like 30 to 40 minutes of them just not be doing anything but going, oh my gosh, I'm going to fly out into space. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, didn't you guys like know you're going to space and probably know training about space and 90% of the time is you guys screwing stuff up in space? I want you to. Think about how many actors you remember, other than the two that I just listed. Yeah. You want me to name them off real quick? Any of the ones that you can remember, yeah, in that film. All right, I'm done. <laughs> and you know what? You're right. I'm fairly certain. Uh, maybe there were some extras in the end, but number one, I don't remember. And number two, there's only two characters. There's two characters in the cast. The whole movie was filmed in the spaceship or around or near that spaceship area. For such a quote-unquote acclaimed film, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if their budget wasn't like five grand or, or so. It all went to yeah. CGI or practical yeah. effects or costume, you know? All it does is show the moon landings totally a hoax because they did a low-budget movie right there, and they pulled it off just perfectly. Right. That is uh, easy to conflate those two things, surely. Uh, we won't get. To, we it's don't need I to get into the. I was the, watching that movie with right. Bullock. I love her to death, and the yeah. moon landing was fake. <laughs> and that's that's actually probably what a lot of people thought. Uh, but moving beyond the moon landing, it just goes to show you, um, two actors, even if they're triple A actors like Sandra Bullock, uh, also in Ocean's Eight, a really uh, great film. I thought I'll throw it's that right, in there. Yeah. Uh, and George Clooney, men's version of that. George Clooney, a Kentucky native. In case you didn't know, uh, two AAA actors, um, but it was a, it wasn't maybe a flop, but it wasn't a good film. It was a bad film, um, and it was not memorable for Just it to be on a list on of best movies space. in the last decade. That is astounding to me. So many space movies. 
Yes, a lot of bad space movies. Um, I'll just throw a couple at you real quick. Uh, one of them, I, oh man, I can't even remember now that, now that I said that. It's the movie, another, wait a second. It's another George Clooney film that came out on Netflix. Where they're trying to escape yeah. a planet. Space? Oh. I can't remember off the top of my head. It doesn't matter. It's a really terrible George Clooney space film. And if the pattern continues... The movie, Interstellar, Wally, okay. all these famous space movies. That are... The Interstellar yeah, being all, good. Yeah, Interstellar is good. That's Martian, it's pretty good. good. But when you add but George Clooney to the mix, it immediately dive bombs. Yeah, bat, look at Batman. No, don't get me started. I'll, I'll start getting on tangents. Let us not get into... Batman, especially not the George Clooney Batman. We oh, don't even want to so dip bad. a toe into there. Not with you on the set. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll move on from Gravity. Another 2013 here. This is right below um, Gravity. These people really are out of their minds. This is Her. Do you remember the movie Her? Yeah. I remember watching it years after it was made. I've never when watched I thought it. it. Yeah. I think on uh, one night. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I was sitting in my dorm in college, and all of a sudden, my Siri came on. And I was thinking to myself, oh, my gosh. She's so nice to me. I don't have many people that are nice to me like right. Siri is. I would love I to. Siri was a human being. Yeah, so She'd I could, nice you know. And then and, and she you know. said to me, she said to me, hey, Fad, Fad Bachan, why don't you watch her? This was Siri said to you. Yeah, this was serious. She never gets my freaking name right. Okay. Of all the how about that, I could go an hour on that. <laughs> all the technology Apple has done, the upgrades to the iPhone, yet Siri still can't hear worth a crap. She can't hear any. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Isaac. That's all right. It just, uh, it, you know what? And it's just part of the thing you got to consider when you're watching her. Is that how realistic is it? Not. Okay. It's not, not realistic. There depiction of that cellular portable ai number one doesn't doesn't make sense okay because they're not that good and number two even if it was a super super complex uh really really fancy ai it still wouldn't be it still wouldn't be uh very realistic because i heard a news story some months ago mm-hmm. that one of the more complicated ais um having having given the issue of I can't remember the specifics. I don't want to conflate the story, but it was had basically examined some issues in the world and had taken steps towards uh, racism. And, and it was pretty it was a pretty violent form of discrimination that the AI had taken upon itself. One of the more compl- complex AIs in the world in modern day. Uh, so let's just it sounds insane. It is. Well, it's a little bit insane, but it's the truth. And so now I think about her and I think you can either have a robot that's racist or you can have a robot that makes you fall in love with it. It's fake. You know, you know, I, when, what I a watched premise. Her, when I got to her and I got to the end of it, which people don't know, it's basically about a movie. Walking Phoenix falls in love with this AI. Person. And Walking Phoenix is a fine AI in, it, in his ear. He's a great actor, but he but, bombed this one. Yeah. When I got to the end of the movie, all I thought was, Oh my gosh, there's totally people in Hollywood in love with AIs. And they're just trying to normalize like, Hey, this is weird. But if we cannot make a movie and people get attached to it and think, oh, my gosh, you know, that's true love, then we can come out and be like, man, we're in love with our AI units and it's going to be okay. I think they're I think they were just trying to basically tell people I'm in love with my iPhone and I want to be normal. So they came out of the movie. They got Joaquin Phoenix. Hey, Joaquin, we really need you to spot us a solid here. Hook us up. Movie where you, and he was like, I don't think yeah, I should. Where you make I don't it think look I should like ruin my super normal. 
Yeah, that's uh, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Hollywood loves to be normalizing. Hey, we won't, hey, you know, me, we don't need it. We won't get too far into the politics yeah, of Hollywood. Right. But normalization does seem to be the theme. Uh, even in 2013, starting early. Um, yeah, her bust. These guys making this list, I would love to look them in the eye and just figure out their, uh, their reasoning for some of these things. I got another one here for you. More recent. 2017, The Shape of Water. Did you ever watch that one? Uh, is wait shape of water that's not the one with the elephants right that's with robert pattinson elephants in water the shape of water yeah the shape of uh, water i don't i haven't watched it i saw is that with the aquaman it's kind is of that? like it's kind of like and uh, it's not an aquaman film if that's what you're asking it's uh it is a film with it's a it's a guillermo del toro film and i love guillermo del toro i think he's why can't really- you just be a director with a really normal name well, because it's all the Italian. In Night Shyamalan. I don't think he's Steven Italian, Spielberg. Where can he just be Brad Stevens? Is that a person? <laughs> what about Tarantino? That one also doesn't fit the... It's all, apparently, it's part of the thing. Okay, that's fair. Uh, only thing, I haven't seen Shape of Water, and you sound like you also haven't seen it. Um, but I've, oh. seen, I've seen plot, uh, like explanations, different things. I've seen like previews and clips and stuff. And it just, it looks, I, the premise is, for anybody that doesn't know, I'll briefly just mention it. It's the story of a government worker in a secret facility who forms a, quote, fairly unnatural attachment with a fish-human hybrid. And if I'm not mistaken, there is a depiction of a, of a sex scene between the government worker and the, fi- and the fish-human hybrid. How in-depth it goes or if it's just insinuation, I can't say for sure. In fact, I refuse to say because I refused to watch it. Oh, almost on the simple grounds of that. It sounds it's, like a live action of the Little Mermaid. It's exactly I, what it sounds like—a modern I, day is Little disrespect Mermaid. Disrespect to the to the Little uh, Mermaid, f- quite frankly. Um, it's like, what if we took the Little Mermaid story and took it into today's world? That's exactly what that sounds like. It's kind of like if you took a Little Mermaid story and turned it into like a Black Mirror episode. It's more is more what it sounds like to me. The Black Mirror, if you don't know, the Netflix original series of of almost uh dystopian realities <laughs> um it's uh it doesn't look good if we have if neither of us have watched it you know how much how probably bad talk about it being the connoisseurs that we are and if and if what's the yeah. director's name that's a that's a uh guillermo de toro movie yeah if, if guillermo 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 did it, yeah. yeah guillermo yeah, yeah. Gu- i'm saying i'm gonna i'm gonna say guillermo de toro yes. made it delta yeah it's I, I wouldn't have watched it. Right. Because I I don't I can't think of any movie he's done. You can't think of any movie Guillermo del Toro has done? Yeah, I can't he's think of any He's a pretty renowned director. Well, why? Because his name's fancy? Well... Why is it? You're only renowning him. You don't know. You don't know. You're assuming it because of his name. No, I mean, I've heard... Well, I know his name. He's, he's got the name in Hollywood, you know? That's is he like the his, same Guillermo that's on the... Is it the Jimmy Kimmel show? I don't. I you know what? That's beyond Guillermo. my scope of of understanding. I'll uh, look it up. Okay, you up. you you can, you can look it up. I'm going to proceed with our next film, and this one might be a bit divisive. This is a recent one, 2019. This is a Jordan Peele movie. It's not Get Out. It's his sequel, Us. Did you watch that? I have actually watched that several times. It sounds like you might times. like it. If that's the case, uh, you probably you would know, not. 
it's been a long time since I've watched it, but I remember when it came out, I watched it several times because I really like Get Out. And it was just, was a different, it's one of those movies, like after you've seen Get Out, you know there's like that, the, the, the main the part twist, of that movie is the this dark. crazy twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then since you know that that's kind of what this other movie is going to be like, you're just, the whole movie, you're not sitting there getting attached to anything. You're just like, oh, the last movie was all about a big twist. So if I'm just going to sit here, not try to figure anything out because I won't get it right. And that's kind of how I, like, it was so insanely outrageous that I liked it, but it was also so insanely outrageous. I was like, the only reason you made it insanely outrageous so you could say, oh, look, none of you figured it out. What I'm a crazy all twist. Of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think. Uh, like it was, it a, was, it was a goat movie. in space the whole time. Right, but it felt like there had to be a twist. The, the, the kind of terror aspect started really early, and then when they showed the twist, it was a very average. I was not impressed, and I was certainly not impressed with the ending. Um, Jordan Peele's a, a fine actor, and I thought Get Out yeah. was good. When this movie came out, he, uh, he really disappointed me, I thought. Really tragic. Yeah, I just... I feel like there's also this thing now where it's like you can do a great job and not explain anything. Like, yes. oh, that movie was so good, but you didn't explain. You can just throw twists in there and not explain any. There's so many questions after you leave that movie that just make no sense. And it's like, no, guess what? I don't have to tell you the answer to that because guess what? You're going to love my movie. And it's like, no, I need to know. Yeah, Were well, they and eating rabbits for years? Yes. He probably made a lot of money too, so – he probably doesn't care about. Elmer Fudd would have been so upset. All we would have pesky with the wabbitses that were yes. killed. And in he fact, go ahead and if you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and and rip it off of wherever you're listening to. If it's SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, I think it's on Spotify. Rip it right now. The whole file. Get this part and send it to and send it to Jordan Peele. Send. Let him know. We need to stand up against lazy uh, plot twists. Okay. That's right. my... I don't mind that twist as long as you explain a little bit instead of saying, no, it was underground, and then go, but, and then I'm sitting there going, but how? How? Why? Like, For what? It's underground. What reason? And it's like, I'm the idiot because I have to ask that question. Ridiculous. Uh, all right. We don't have a lot left here. Um, because we are running out of time. Thank you to Zoom for giving me a time limit. Um, I'll hit you with one, and I'll say this. Now, I want to preface this. This is not a bad movie, but this is on multiple lists of the greatest movies of the decade. The most acclaimed, all right? It's okay. a Marvel film. Black Panther. Okay. I'm with the Black Panther film. The standalone. Uh, I got no problem uh, with Black Panther. Rest uh, in peace, Chadwick. No problem with Black yeah, Do no, I think no problem with the actor? This no. Marvel film was one of the most acclaimed films in the last 12 years? Absolutely not. <laughs> if oh, you could put right Black Panther you. on the... I mean, when did... Iron Man 1 came out, 2008, right? And the first Avengers yeah, was 2012? Yeah, two. So you could take from 2010, which is probably like with the first Thor or something, all the way the, the next 12 years, and that's the Marvel movie you're going to pick is Black Panther. You're out of pocket for that. Absolutely I out think, of pocket. Yeah. I think that I think is it Chadwick Bozeman? It is Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah. Rest in yeah. peace, Chadwick Bozeman. Great, great Black Panther, great job. I like Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger. I'm I liked him better. It wasn't I like I like yeah, that I character better. better. The character, I liked him better. Yeah. Just goes right. to show the you. Character. Yeah. Uh great. Was it a good movie? 
and Marvel, sure. But if you're going to sure. tell me that it's even top five, I don't know. I'm trying to think more. But of the, all the Marvel movies, is it a good story? Sure. It's but why fine. can't you have a good movie this Average. today without having to call it the best of the group? Like, exactly. Just so that you know, that's a good Marvel movie, but it doesn't have to be competing for the best Marvel movie, especially when you know in the future you're going to have all these big mash movies that are going to take everything together. Like, you know beforehand those are going to exactly. be the best. And you had all this time to figure it out um, and to make a decision of all the Marvel films you could have picked. Frankly, Marvel, I think, is, is a fine series. Do I think it's the best cinematography we've seen in the last decade or so? Probably not. But I'll, I don't want to get, you know, you say that too public of a domain. You're bound to get, you know, yeah. you're bound to get stoned, tarred and feathered, you know. Um, hey, you know what? We are running out of time. Probably have gone on. The truth of the matter is. Quinn said when he called me and he said, hey, can you can you guys fill in for me? DJ stays dropping the ball. Uh, can't do anything about that. He's not going to help out. Uh, when he called me and told me that, I said, of course, we can help out. Um, and he said, keep it, you know, 30-ish minutes. Didn't look at the clock when we started. Thank goodness there's a timer on Zoom that lets me know, oh, hey, you're running gosh. out of time. Because otherwise, I would have no idea. Um, any final comments, Thad, about your cinephile status? Do you want to let anybody know? That like you know, there's no reason to be afraid of you. You're just sure. It's just who you are. Sure. Oh, I'm a, I'm a passionate guy when it comes yeah. to anything that involves pop culture. I even yeah. listen to records. That's how serious I am. That's how artistic I am. Classic. Uh, and uh, you know, I think that our movies dead. Uh, no, they're not dead. Not yet. But. They're not to me as good as they used to be, and that's not maybe in that typical oh my era, my nostalgia is. You are sound like an old man. Movie better than 1993's Tombstone with Kurt Russell and Wow. Find me a movie better than that, and I'll think about. I'll think about conceding, but you can't. You can't do it. You got these new Batman movies, these new Harry Potter movies. They're just throwing all these sequels and extra stuff all the time. Remasters, remakes. Let's just take. A historicalish character. Classic story. Let's, let's just let's just shoot cowboys, and it's going to be great and quotable. And uh, people you love know, it. It's, it's stood the test it's, of time. It's, it's just the thing, you know, isn't that the reality of life? That as life continues, as time continues, your search for newer content gets harder and harder and harder. That sure. sounded almost too good of an excuse. I'm going to retract everything I said. Okay. That sounds like an excuse to Hollywood, and I hate your guts. So let's we don't like Hollywood. We are that. certified let's Hollywood despisers. Let's that phrase out, because that gives them a good excuse. Yeah. Uh, do better, Hollywood. If, if there is a message to give at the end of this episode, one message to take away, it's that Hollywood needs to do better. Unless you're Adam Driver, Chris Pratt, yep. Sandra Bullock, and yep. Hugh Jackman. Those the only ones I care about. The only guy that's not an American and we stand by Hugh Jackman. All right. Awesome. Uh, Hey everybody. Thanks for joining us on this episode two, one, three of a Y and two K. Um, I have been Isaac bear. See you in 50 episodes. I'm Thad Buchanan. And that is all you need to know. This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about message us on Twitter or Facebook, or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.